Right now we want to welcome to our studio Daryl Scott, and uh, what a pleasure, what an honor it is, Daryl, to have you here. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you, Laura. Great to be here again. Um, the uh, the most recent release is called Couchville Sessions, which I definitely want to talk about. But first, um, something else that kind of grabbed headlines this week was the uh, CMAs, yeah. the Country Music Awards. Yeah. And Dixie Chicks performed with Beyonce. Yeah. And they did a portion of one of your songs. Yeah, I was thrilled. I'm still thrilled. I still can't <laughs> get over it. I had no idea about it on the front, front end. It was so secretive. Uh, you know, the, from what I read, they didn't even you know, let it be known that Beyonce was going to be doing something until that afternoon, which was just, I think, two days ago. Right. And uh, as far, and then it was my assistant who uh, sent the word to me that, you know, n- uh, that she'd already just seen it. And, and of course, I hadn't seen it, hadn't heard about it. So then I um, just started looking, poking around on the internet, and there it was. And I just... I was thrilled. I, 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 could, I could spend the rest of the day talking about why I'm so <laughs> thrilled. But the short of it is, yeah. um, well, uh, they inserted it into, you know, a Beyonce song. Uh, and it has some commentary toward country music industry. Uh, I kind of wrote it in there, so to speak. And the song we're talking about just is Long Time Gone. That yeah. was a hit for the Dixie Chicks that yeah. Daryl Scott, our guest, wrote, uh, who we're talking to today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we all know this what happened with the Dixie Chicks in terms of country radio in essence abandoning them and, and, uh, you know, just stop playing, you know, the hottest group that we had had at that time for the last 10 or 15 years. And then because of, uh, Natalie, you know, simply saying something from a London stage about, uh, uh, a Bush, uh, George W Mm -hmm. at the time, you know, there goes their career as far as country radio. And so to me, just even to have them on stage at CMA Award was an, was huge. Mm-hmm. And let alone that it was with Beyonce. Right? Right, right. And then let alone from my point of view that they inserted some of my song in there, especially the, uh, they sound tired, but they don't sound haggard. They got money, but they don't have cash. They got junior, but they don't have Hank. I think, I think. I mean... I was, I'm still grinning, you know, about <laughs> great. that. Well, congratulations Thank on you. that. Thank you. Yeah, it was so a great cool. moment. It's totally, you know, unprepared. The word did not get out. And then, bang, there it is. And <laughs> I'm, I'm still floating about it. That's awesome. Uh, Daryl Scott's playing tonight, by the way, at the KCD Theater. You can see him live right now on Facebook, on uh, WFBK's Facebook page as we talk with him. And he's also going to perform a couple of songs. Um, Couchville Sessions is the most recent record. Um, I think there had been a little bit of time between this one and the last. Yeah, I guess before that were two records I did with Tim Mm O'Brien, sort of duo records. Um, And there was some time between the last studio record um, but you know, it's funny, these things have their own timetable. I don't, I haven't found a way or the n- necessity to like demand that every two years I have a new thing or every six months or every year or anything. They just kind of take the time that they take. And you know, honestly, uh, it's hard to do recordings when you're on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. And so part of it was just taking a year and a half away from the road, which I did, mm-hmm. which left me the opportunity to, uh, uh, kind of go into my, uh, you know, uh, vault of uh, recordings and pick out an album that I'd recorded back when I recorded uh, th- three albums worth of songs together, believe it or not. At wow. one time, I, I 
cut about 45, 50 songs. Prolific period. <laughs> it really was, and it was per- particularly a prolific recording period because I had the songs. I always have the songs. It's, mm. it's uh, the recordings. That's another thing. That's another time-consuming and beautiful thing. I love the studio. I love to record. Um, and so at that time, I just ha- cast the players and uh, really recorded it in my house on uh, Couchville Pike, which is where the name of this album comes from, in near Nashville, Tennessee. See, I, I was imagining that you actually were all sitting around on couches. <laughs> they no were idea, very especially. close by because it was the living room. <laughs> okay, it was my yeah, living room, yeah. and, and the couch was just pushed aside to make way for a drum set, uh, and upright bass, and electric pedal steel. And part of my idea of recording at home, first of all, the, the technology is there that we can do that. And then second of all, it's a comfortable situation. And Mm -hmm. I think to have music coming from a comfortable place, I mean, I understand edgy and all that. It doesn't mean you're without edge, but it just means that when the song's done and you guys want a cup of tea, we've, you know, we're going to have it and we've got a nice pie that we've made or there's a nice lunch that I've put together because I'm a foodie. Mm. And so that's a big part of it is, is, um, I just want to make it comfortable and like we're among friends and we're not really quote working on a really important recording it's more like we're just having fun with really good friends and high level of musicianship that i get to have around me did you have to take out any ambient sounds like the dog barking or door slamming or anything like that there's some of that yeah uh you know uh, like i just did another recording this week and it was chock full of uh, chickens uh (laughs) in the distance crows at the end of the song when you're fading out Mm -hmm. letting it ring out there's crows going over some of that can be uh, for the style of recording that I do, which is um, has some sensibility of, uh, you know, you're not trying to put on the dog too much. You know, you're trying to just, uh, I wouldn't c- call it exactly verite, but it's along that idea of, hey, this is just folks sitting around playing mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it's not antiseptic and it's cleanliness of, you know, sounds of doors or creaking chairs and all that. Um, on certain recordings, I think that vibe is uh, very appropriate, and it kind of, kind of, uh, it kind of follows to the listener like, "Hey, it's not a big deal, but isn't this good music?" Hopefully, <laughs> is what might be coming about. Well, it certainly lends an intimacy to it too. I love the intimacy. Yeah, yeah. makes somebody feel like they're in the room with you too, which I I like. You know, exactly for exactly. certain kinds of music. You're right. I mean, it, yeah. it has it has its place. I think uh, Daryl Scott's our guest here on WFPK. You can see him right now on uh, Facebook, and we've got a lot more to talk about, um, Daryl. But uh, how about we have you do a song? Um, which one are you gonna do first? Well, I guess I'll do one from the new record. Uh, it's the first song on the record, and uh, just a little side note: I notice how people listen to downloaded music. They listen to the first song the most and the last song the least of a 10, 12, or 14 song uh, collection. So I put this on first because I wanted folks to hear it if they were going to pop in and hear one. And it's called Down to the River. Now me and some buddies were down by the river. There were drinkers and dopers and abstainers by choice. There was red wine and white lines, blue smoke and good times. But when we all sang, we had us one voice singing, let's all go down to the river at midnight. We'll swim muddy waters and pick us a tune. And we won't give a damn 
If it's rock, folk, country, or blues No, no, no Well, the sirens were screaming The blue lights are flashing I got me a ride in a humorless car They read me my rights And they sensed my conviction They said you shall be released When we know what you are Well, the kangaroo court Was now in session Exhibit A was a blaring radio They said, son, is it clear What is to be expected? I said, sir, your music Ain't got no soul Let's all go down to the river at midnight we'll swim muddy waters and pick us a tune and we won't give a damn if it's rock folk country or blues all right the banana tree and guy in town made a stew down in Texas and brought the whole hog down to Tennessee hey, let's all go down to the river at midnight we'll swim muddy waters pick us a tune and we won't give a damn if it's a rock folk country or blues yeah, let's all go down to the river If it's rock, folk, country, or blue Beautiful. Down to the River from Daryl Scott, and that song also appears on the Couchville Sessions, his latest album. Daryl's with us and playing tonight at the KCD Theater at 8 o'clock. Uh, what a pleasure to uh, to have him here. Um, plus, you can see him live on Facebook right now on our Facebook page, 919 WFPK Radio uh, Independent Louisville. We've got um, a, a band that we just started playing, Daryl, that I think you know, Muddy Magnolias. Oh, great. You're playing them. Yeah, aren't they great? I just love them. I yeah. absolutely love them, and I hope that they they come through Louisville sometime. I would love to see them, but uh, yeah. they recorded a couple of your songs on this. Yeah, um, we. Uh, I, I got to write with them, um, along with my friend Marcus Humman. So it was me and Marcus and the, and the two gals, and they were just on. You know, they just, just want to play and write and do this, you know? Yeah. And so uh, they came over... Two different times, and in both cases, and this is fairly rare, they recorded both songs. You know, a lot of times when you write songs with folks, you know, 
they're writing with all sorts of other people and all sorts of songs are on the line and all that. But uh, in this case, both songs made it to the record. And they sent me, uh, someone sent me a copy of it because I hadn't heard it. And it just knocked me out. Just uh, it's so soulful and it's uh, very minimalistic. I thought I thought and I thought it was a great call to not sort of overproduce them. And they're just really naturally sounding like what we hear on their records. Are you usually pretty pleased when you hear people record your songs? Have you ever had a, a time when you were just like, "Oh, that's so." No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly I've been very pleased. Yeah. Uh, and yes, there have been a couple of times it was like, like honestly, I'd heard it once of their recording. It was like, I want to just go bury this, you know, <laughs> yeah. never to hear it again. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Right. And I'll tell you what it is. It's not melody or composition or lyric. It's character. So if I f- it's almost like as if these songs are plays or... And it's it's almost that s- simple thing, like when we sit in an audience uh, of theater, whether it's a high school play or Stomp is coming to town, mm-hmm. I, I hear, and, or just, you know, uh, real serious theater, it's do you believe the character? It's almost that simple to me. And so the times where I've been very disappointed in recordings, it's when I don't f- hear the character that I know is in the song. Mm. Um, it's like some, somehow it got, they missed that. They got the words and the melody, mm-hmm. but they missed this sort of inner uh, working thing. Like the uh, point of view that you want to convey almost? Yeah. In addition to the person actually capturing the voice of the person. Yeah. yeah and even like, mm-hmm. do I believe them? Mm-hmm. You know, do I believe that you're saying what you're saying in this song? With, and uh, that's my kind of... Uh, uh, criteria i guess is is just do i believe it and, right. um and most of the time i do but there have been definitely some times where it's like let's not hear that ever again <laughs> <laughs> the um the next song you're gonna do is called you'll never leave harlan alive and i was kind of surprised to find out you were actually born in kentucky yeah I'm, I'm kentucky my family's been in kentucky for the last 150 years oh my and this is eastern kentucky uh, started in coal mining, uh, which is what this song is largely about. And really the song is about how a lot of folks went from coal mine to, you know, in my family's case, my parents, to poor tobacco farming kind of subs, subs, is the substance, is that the, or just what's the word for barely getting by? Um, barely getting by. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of it. <laughs> and so that's what happened. So they yeah. left the mines to, to work on farms in the depression era uh in eastern kentucky where they're just subsistent yes That's subsistent it. living and yes there yeah we go. my english degree would uh, should show right there same here i have yeah. no excuse i'm sorry <laughs> and so yeah and so this song kind of you know uh talks about that that tra- in my family's story and then the next chapter although it's not in this song but i've written songs of the next chapter which is how my family went in the it was really in the 50s up to Detroit to work in car factories or Chicago to work steel mills. A lot of Kentucky folks did that. Some, you know, got stopped along the way. Maybe it was Lexington or maybe it was Cincinnati. Maybe it was, you know, Dayton or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of lured out of the farms toward, um, you know, factory work that was consistent or seemingly so, you know, consistent pay. It wasn't rural. Now you're in a city. But uh, this song really is about uh, how my family went from coal mining in Harlan County uh, to, um, you know, 
poor tobacco farming in uh, Knox County, Kentucky. All right. Well, let's hear it. It's called uh, You'll Never Get Out of Harlan, or You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive. Daryl Scott live on WFBK and on our Facebook page, playing tonight at the KCD Theater. In the deep, dark hills of eastern Kentucky, well, that's the place that I trace my bloodline. And it's there I read on a old sign and gravestone said, You will never leave Harlan alive. Mm. Well, my granddad's dad walked down Catherine's Mountain, and he asked till he held him to be his bride. Said, won't you walk with me Out of the mouth of this holler Or we'll never leave Harlem alive Where the sun comes up About ten in the morning And the sun goes down About three every day And you fill your cup Whatever bitter brew you're drinking And you spend your life Just thinking of how to get away No one ever knew There was coal in the mountains Till the man from the northeast arrived And he was waving some hundred dollar bills And he said, I'll pay you for your men but he never left Harlem alive. Granny, she sold out cheap and they moved out west of Pineville to a farm where big rich land river winds. Yeah, and I bet they danced in the jig and they laughed and sang. Said we'd never leave Harlem Fill your cup with 
whatever bitter brew you're drinking and you spend your life digging coal from the bottom of your grave and the sun comes up about ten in the morning and the sun goes down about three every day and you fill your cup go on and fill it up with whatever bitter brew you're drinking and you spend your life digging coal from the bottom of your grave well in the deep dark hills of eastern Kentucky well that's the place where I trace my bloodline my bloodline and it's there I Great song. That would have been perfect for Halloween, too, you know? Yeah, it's got a little spookiness <laughs> to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Daryl Scott live on WFPK and on Facebook, on our Facebook page. You'll never leave Harlan alive. And um, Daryl's playing tonight at the KCD Theater, by the way. His latest album's called Couchville Sessions. And I have to ask before we before we let you go, Daryl, um, was your was your dad a coal miner? Was he into... No, he was the next generation. Okay. Uh, so by the time, you know, my dad was... They had already moved to the, the the farming and and my dad was born and my mom too in thir- 1934 mm-hmm. and so they'd already moved I, I think the move probably happened in the first decade of the 1900s for my family coming from Harlan County mm-hmm. um, and so he never he never was a, a coal miner mm-hmm. but his father was and his uncles and 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 the generation ahead of that yeah no my dad was more the tobacco growing corn growing mm-hmm. um, and then he was also the guy, uh, you know, when he was 18, who did go up to Dearborn to work in the car factories in Chicago, to work in the steel mills. And, uh, you know, my two older brothers were born in Dearborn, my two younger hmm. in uh, Chicago, and I'm the Kentucky-born one. But I maintain that you can live in Beverly Hills, and if your folks are from eastern Kentucky, you're still an eastern Kentucky family, <laughs> even in, uh, you know, northern Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, your dad was a musician, too. Yes, he was. Um, you know, uh, like a lot of folks uh, who grow up, you know, in a rural thing, music was huge. Uh, if Whether it was the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday night or a lot of church music on Sunday or playing and singing on the porch and all those things, you know, having one in or two instruments to pass around within a family. That's how my my parents grew up. And so music and harmony and uh, was just how I was raised. And, and we'd, you know, sit in kitchens and living rooms, um, you know, at our house, but also visiting family back in Kentucky. Um, and uh, just singing and playing was second nature. Like... I always think of it as how some families golf together or hunt or bowl or some things like that. Our thing as a family was playing music. Oh, it sounds wonderful. 
I wish I'd I wish I'd known you. I wish I would, could have come <laughs> over and hung out. <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for being here today. Such a pleasure. Thank you, Laura. Absolutely. And I do want to mention to uh, to our listeners too that um, Daryl was a guest on uh, the WFPL podcast called Five Things with Tara Anderson, and Tara interviewed Daryl about five things that were important to you. Yeah. And so people can hear that at 89.3 WFPL, uh, WFPL.org. You can check that out. And also Daryl's playing tonight at the KCD Theater. His latest album's called Couchville Sessions. And uh, just such a pleasure to have you. Thank you again. Thanks, Laura. You bet.